Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to session number 23 of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. With one microphone, who is still incredibly proud of his daring feat of doing the ledge bungee in New Zealand. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. In today's episode, I want to deal with uh, another energy-related issue, an energy so closely intertwined with creativity and productivity, which for any working composer out there is crucial. You know, and guys, just before you're jumping in here. I can tell you're, you're just you're saying, Rich, this is, if this is going to be an episode about napping, you're going to get a massive high five. Uh, as much as I would love to talk about napping, it's not a napping podcast, chaps. It's, um, it's about something slightly different, you know, and as per usual, this is like a, uh, a kind of, uh, uh, kind of like a, a little uh, G up for me to uh, remind this. It's like a, Rich, remember how important this is, and this is like a huge life thing too. I'm, I think this is turning into a life coaching podcast. Uh, this is all about uh, making sure that you're looking after yourself, and specifically, stop working all the time, guys. Um, and I'm not saying that because you're my competition and I want you to work less so I can work more. That's uh, outrageous. How dare you suggest such a thing? I am suggesting it because, do you know what? Like, I, if I worked a 12-hour day or a 4-hour day, the amount I would produce in comparison would not be the proportionate amount more. So let's say in 4 hours of work, I produced four tracks which would be huge and amazing if i did um compared to 12 hours would i produce 12 tracks and i can guarantee i would not and i can guarantee you would not and if you did the latter sort of six tracks would be of uh questionable quality so this is about you guys and me maintaining a boundary of work and not work and I'm saying this to myself because I'm, I'm going to record this and I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch The Mandalorian and it's going to be epic so that tomorrow I can get back into my uh, three and a half hours of work and smash it so that's what you're going to take away from this week it's almost I feel like I've reached a conclusion already have I done this wrong have I done the conclusion first and then then I'm going to give a <laughs> I have, haven't I? Never mind. I'll I'll just keep talking because uh, it's an important message that I need reaffirming to me all the time. You know, I always, I've got this little voice in the head of in the, in the head of me in the back of my head that's like, 
rich, you know, you got to be working. If you're not working, you know, you're, you're missing out. You're, you're missing chances. You're missing this. You're missing... I'm like, okay, ease off. Ease off. If you th- return it back to, like, an energy thing and a happiness thing, I have been a million times happier working less. I mean, I think that's probably a huge amount to do with the fact that I have children since I've been working less. Uh, and they uh, are absolute legends and I love them Um, but it's also about the fact I've been working less and taking time away so any of you I can guarantee all of you if any of you are computer game players or have been at one point you know I would say my favorite computer game of all time would be Ocarina of Time Zelda Um, now if you imagine any of those computer games, uh, first-person shooters, whatever you're doing, role plays, RPGs, um, there'll be like an energy level, and some of the cooler games will have a prana or a mana level. You know, hello wizards, um, that gets depleted, and you know, especially with the the later RPG games, whether you'd actually have to take your character home for a sleep. Amazing, I love that. I mean, that's teaching life lessons, isn't it? You'd have to watch the energy levels because actually you notice that your character, when he's when they're tired, is more susceptible to. Uh, I was going to say illness, but that's not right. Uh, more susceptible to attack. You know, slower reactions. It's the same for you. Uh, so if you think right, you've got an energy bar of a hundred that's sitting on the top left of your visual screen. So imagine that goes bing. The little energy bar. Rich's energy level today is seventy-five percent. So. If my energy level drops down to 50%, which it almost always does after lunch, um, and that's not always to do with a pasta coma, just in case you're wondering, if it drops below 50%, I can guarantee that I am... I'm not not like slower to react, like I'm doing some kind of karate moves, that I am less equipped to make accurate decisions and accurate um, critiques of my own music put that into plain English I'm a bit of a uh, what's what's that forking ash hole uh, to myself when I'm tired so putting it in plain English I'm not very nice to myself or my music when I'm tired so I could do this track in the morning and be like this is the best track I've ever written I'm a legend I'll go have lunch I'll come back and I'll be like oh why am I even bothering I should I, you know I'm just a fraud I Uh, and that's just tiredness because I've pushed past my boundaries now some of you might be lucky some of you might be like hey Rich I can do 12 hours and still think I'm a legend which is great you know perhaps a little modesty might help but uh, if your energy levels are not diminished throughout the day brilliant get to know yourself find that point when you cannot write um positively or openly or without judgment without judgment that's kind of like that's something you should walk around every day without judgment okay i'm going to the shop without judgment just try and keep that with your track and this is what i've tried to preach all the time about writing letting the music out without judgment and the moment that judgment comes you either need to find ways to deal with it uh link back to previous episodes of dealing with your inner critic or just stop working and go and have some fun with your family go and have some fun with your friends do something uh do something more useful with your time because actually the 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 improvements you would make on your track in that like 
two hours where you're basically just being completely negative about your work would be absolutely minimal compared to going off and taking a nap or going off and playing catch with your kids or going for a run or cooking a noodle soup and then coming back to it fresh either later in the evening or the day after the improvements would be huge I mean just huge um, and I'm, f- I'm pretty aware that a lot of the stuff I talk about in this podcast is mindset and um, I guess mental health uh, because I know how important it is and how actually what happens is if you imagine I'm going to keep talking about this if you imagine that the the mood you're in when you write your music gets like infused into your track you know kind of like you you splash a basil leaf into your bolognese to infuse it with lovely flavors of basil it's the same when you're writing music i believe that when you're writing your music the mood that you are writing it in is infused in the track and the energy that you put into that track is infused in the track and if that energy is like oh I'm rubbish this is awful I'm, and you're constantly deleting rearranging it's just going to be stuck in that track and that's why I put so much emphasis on this uh, and again I do it to reaffirm it to myself that you know Rich it's okay that I'm going off in the woods and talking on my phone okay admittedly I'm working but I find this incredibly cathartic uh, and it's okay that I'm going to watch the Mandalorian, I say again, this is the way. Uh, it's okay that I'm going to watch that, and it's okay that I'm not going to be working, because you know what? My energy levels and the, my approach to my own work in the next day will be so much better. And this is something you can take away. I know plenty of composers who work themselves into the ground to the point where they just in tears about their work and their abilities, and they need to then take like days off. And yeah, I'm not saying that you, that's, not, that's a bad thing. That's, I'm not saying that with judgment. I'm just thinking, like, at the end of the day, like, go back to why you're doing this. Like, you want to get that fun back into your, to your work, don't you? Um, I listened to this podcast called uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. EO Fire. I mean, it's amazing. It's really, like, really American, which I love. Uh, but he always talks about this thing called, like, uh, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, uh, which I think is a great thing. And you know, I, I'm not always, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's always the case because you know, uh, there are plenty of things that aren't a hell yes that I would still have to do, and would want to do. Uh, but I think it's a good thing to bear in mind when you're dealing with um, your work. Try and keep it fun. And if you're sat there beating yourself up about your mix or beating yourself up about all these other things, then you're not doing yourself any favours. The amount of time in my composition life I spent just basically laying into myself about my abilities to mix makes me a little bit sad, because I'm like, oh, okay. I was kind of missing the point. Um, Because what I was doing was focusing on the wrong thing. I wasn't focusing on actually... Maybe mixing is not my bag. I mean, I can do it and I understand it. I can't do it to the to the amazing abilities of someone like uh, Cody Still, for instance, who's phenomenal at it. And his, uh, the fact that he can write like that, then mix and master to that level, I mean, I doff my hat to you, sir. You know, and obviously 
actual mix engineers like Toby Mason, for instance, who thankfully mixes and masters all of my tracks to sound as beautiful as they do. Um, Focus on what you're good at. And if you're good at something else other than mixing, you know you can learn the basics of mixing and perhaps you will get in with... Maybe you can team up with a producer who is really good at mixing and mastering. So I do a lot of work with Kieran Birch. Me and him work on tracks together. And the way we work is like he does the bits he's good at, I do the bits I'm good at, and it just works. And the tracks are immense, uh, mostly because of Kieran's stuff. But uh, I love the stuff we do, and it's so much fun, and that's why I like doing it. And that's what you need to remember. And that's why I'm suggesting to you to stop working so much and do something else. <laughs> that sounds like I'm like, you know, I'm like your father going into your room being like, stop, stop this dream of being a trailer composer and go be an accountant. I'm not saying that, although, you know, that's quite funny. Um, I'm saying, you know, how many of us have had that conversation? Not necessarily accountant, just replaced with something else like a, a generic... Um, Uh, air quote, good career. Uh, No bitterness. Right, anyway, what I'm saying is this, guys. Do the stuff you enjoy. And you'll hear hear me say this on my YouTube channel. You'll hear me say this on my my courses. You'll hear me say this when I meet you in the pub. Uh, it's almost like I'm a strange little record on repeat when there's... But it's just do the stuff you you enjoy. Because what happens is that the energy, that good stuff, that good energy will go into your track and people will notice it and pick up on it. You know, we're all musicians. We all understand that what we do is vibrations. We all vibrate. Our music is essentially vibrations in the air. And we all understand, well, hopefully we do, and if not, look it up, you understand the sympathetic resonance, that things of like materials, or like frequencies, will vibrate and resonate together. So if you understand that, it's not too far a leap to think, okay, the good vibes, (laughs) the good vibes, man, that I'm putting into my track is then going to resonate with somebody else. I mean, admittedly, yes, the bad vibes you put into your track could resonate with someone else. (laughs) Great. Um, Do you want that? I don't know. Uh, And I think that's what you pick up. You know when sometimes you hear a track that's, like, actually really badly recorded and they haven't even mixed it? I mean, it kind of sounds like junk, but the writing is so good, you just don't care. And that's what I'm always reminding myself of when I'm writing, because... My my journey and my learning thing is about polishing the product. That's where our, my inner critic takes over. Uh, and that's what I'm still working on. Uh, always working on that. We're all working on that. This is a daily thing. It's daily practice. We've got to learn our lessons. So the energy we're putting in is then going to be received. And if you put good energy in, I think that will attract good stuff to your music. Yes, you might be turning this off going, ah, what a hippie. Well, in that case, you're probably not my type of uh, listener. (laughs) Whoa, well, that was really aggressive. I didn't mean it like that. Well, I suppose I did, actually, really. Uh, We're not vibrating on the same frequency, dude. Uh, I believe that the music you put out, the energy that's in that music, then brings that good energy back to you. So do the stuff you enjoy. And when you get tired and negative, take a break. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, it's a really long-winded way of saying the same thing I said at the start of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, but it's such... It's the, this is the thing I love about all this, is like the fact that you can have a single, simple message that needs to be constantly reiterated isn't a bad thing. And it's often the simplest advice that we overlook. And that's why we can keep reiterating this, because we all overlook the simple stuff. We all go, nah, it's all right, I'll do another two hours of tweaking my knobs. Oh, on my synthesizer, guys. Filthy. Tweaking my synthesizers. I'll just do another two hours of it, uh, even though it doesn't produce anything. Um, Unless, of course, you are actually learning the art of synthesis, in which case, you know, go for it, man, go for it. Um, but otherwise, just know you know know that time when you're like, oh gosh, I'm basically just clicking endlessly, listening to my track over and over again. Uh, and I know some of you do not suffer from this at all, and great, you know, I have a huge respect for you if you don't. But uh, I know I do, and that's how I've gotten over it by working less, and I've been more productive. I've had more energy, I've had more productivity, I've had more placements. I had 12 trailer placements like a couple of months ago in a single week. 12 trailer placements in a single week. Had you told me when I started out that actually, Rich, if you only do a few hours a day, you'll get more than you think that you could get in a year in a single week. I mean, wow. Isn't that amazing? And I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm saying that's like an inspirational thing. I would never have thought that. Like when I first started, I was like, if I can get, if I can get two trailer placements a year, that would be amazing. Uh, yes, it would be amazing, and it still is amazing getting two trailer placements a year. But getting twelve in a week, what the fuck? That's immense. Loving it, and it just piles on more good energy, more positivity into my work. And that's what it's all about, the positivity and the good energy into your work. Uh, and, and I'm not saying that you're always going to be doing upbeat stuff, you know, you, most of my stuff, if you know the stuff I produce, is definitely not upbeat. But I blooming love doing it. It's so much fun. Uh, so that's the main thing I'm going to say to you guys. This week, try working less on your music. Give yourself the same goals, but like, uh, just limit the time you have to do it. So uh, you'd be surprised about the effects it will have on your productivity uh, and your energy levels and your mood. Uh, So I would suggest going to do that. Now, I want to say thank you again for taking your time to listen to this because, uh, you know, it's very nice of you to do that. I would also say thank you for all the uh, good vibes you're putting into... uh, comments and feedback about the podcast any suggestions guys just hit me up on instagram or something and just say hey you know what? i'd love it if you did this on the podcast thank you i will t- duly noted guys and thanks again so much for listening you are absolute legends see you next week
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle. And I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.